Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. I'm the decider? You just said you tell me? Yes. (gasps) Oh! And by the way, does anybody know how to use Microsoft Teams? Because David needs to... Especially when you're comp- if you can use it without having to download the app, because for some reason, whatever password I need to download the software isn't recognized. And it's the not password. his computer password. It's a whole meeting, thing, and he and has a I, very important date. They sent me a link, and I just want to click on that link and have it work. Like so Zoom, if you, know, if you click on the link, you don't have to necessarily download. You go through a, a browser. Yeah, but I couldn't even find it on the browser. I mean, I went to the browser, and then it had me download the the Microsoft Teams. It's really <sighs> dumb. How about Zoom? How about just Zoom? Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockin. Well, I'm good in the room except this room, but every other room I'm really good You're in. fantastic. Thanks, uh, Thanks Holmes. <laughs> anyway. Hi, this is From the Bunker. Go. Uh, welcome to From the Bunker. You can find us at from dash. The, I didn't do this for the past several weeks. From dash the dash bunker dot Phoned it in. I know I have been. Um, and at, thank you, Allison Gill, uh, MSW Media. Uh, and if you want to email us, it is not at Nick at ilovevancoulter dot com anymore, unless you are complaining. And then it is Nick at ilovevancoulter dot com because. Uh, She's um, still alive. She is. Good for her. Um, Not great for us. No. Uh, if you want to email us, it's info at from dash dash bunker.com. And David Shockett, for the win, is across from me. And um, we're trying to catch up on what's going on. Because Sean was supposed to be here. Uh, he is, again, jobs. And he, he was supposed to do it this morning at 10 a.m. Was our plan. And then he got noticed yesterday evening that... All that got verklempt and verkacted. So, thank you, David. From Sean and myself as well. Because I've been watching... um, Have you seen For All Mankind? It started in 2019. What is it? It's a show about the moon... uh, Race to the moon. Only the Russians beat us. So it's a different timeline, as if oh, it's one of those alternative, uh, right? Like as if the civil, if the South had won the war, or the Kinda, Germans had won, or, or like the Man in the High Castle, but sure. not with the other parts of it. Um, and um, so the Russians beat us to the moon. A woman beats us to the moon as well. So there's women astronauts. Oh, and Ted Kennedy becomes the president in 1972. I mean, it's a huge. The ERA passes in '74. Yay! Um, but it's not supposed to be a crying show, and it is. Okay. I didn't expect to cry, but there's a whole thing at the end of the first season that is very depressing and sad. What what is so, um, I mean, obviously I know it's monumental about landing on the moon, but what's so consequential in terms of it changing history? Oh, well, so so the Russians first off get there, and then they land the first 
a female on the moon. Okay. So then all of a sudden, Nixon, who is president in 68 through 72, wants women to be astronauts. So this whole finding of women pilots and yada, yada. But they want somebody that's pretty. And there were two astronauts that uh, trained for the Mercury. And so there's this whole thing about, well, the sexism, obviously. Um, and that women can't do it. And then the ERA passes because Ted Kennedy becomes president. Uh, and there's a uh, Chappaquiddick doesn't happen because she's still alive, but he's having an intern you relationship. You mean Mary Jo Kopechnik? Yes, she's alive. Okay. And so they have a uh, Bill Clinton type thing scandal. Oh, so it's a butterfly flap that swings kind of thing. One little thing changes. And exactly. Then one big thing changes and, and changes all a thousand of this. other And things. we have a Jamestown, they call it Jamestown, and it's a moon uh, uh, base. That we put first before Russia does, but then they like think if their your own. mom missed one traffic light driving in her life and right. got held up, you would not be the same person you were. Exactly, it's that kind of a thing. So it's it's a very interesting storyline, and um, it's not supposed to be a crying show like This Is Us because that's obviously a crying show because they literally refer to it as the crying show. That might be the best one of the best pilots I've ever seen. It was a brilliant pilot. Yep, it really was. Um, and it's their last season right now. There's only like four episodes left. I only watched first season, so I'll survive. You'll be fine. Um, I'm fairly certain. You'll be fine. Thank you you for the reassurance. But it was a great pilot. Um, uh, But no, so this show, I mean, and and, uh, thank you, Bob Seska and Travis Bone for turning me on to it. Because I meant to watch it two years ago, and then I didn't. So third season is supposed to start. I just finished the first season, and it was very sad, the last three episodes. What platform? Uh, Apple TV. Okay. Very good. And Invasion is my next one. Good for the apple. What is Invasion? Ooh, I heard that was good. That's a lot of weird noise. Just talk. I haven't seen it yet. I've been told. What's the premise? Um, uh, uh, People from another planet. Okay. Invade. You mean visit? No. Invade. It's called Invasion. Got it. (laughs) But it seems like a visit at first. It seems like. We come in peace. We always do, don't we? To serve man. It's a cookbook. I know. Spoiler alert. If you're watching a Twilight Zone episode from 1962, <laughs> the, which I'm sure all of you are. <laughs> all right. So, Florida, your home state, correct? Florida man says. Florida man <clears throat> says. Uh, Ron DeSantis, DeSantis signed a bill yesterday to create a police force pursuing voter fraud and other election crimes. So is it really pursuing voter fraud because all they're going to do is turn up Republicans or are they going to just camp out at the polls to intimidate minority and poor voters who might have a warrant out, who might have a warrant or an outstanding ticket and just keep driving because they don't want to get hassled? Uh, The The latter. I'm going to go with the latter. The KKK used to do this, Mm -hmm. just to give you an idea of where this is coming from. Um, So the law creates an Office of Election Crimes and Security. Under the Florida Department of State to review fraud allegations, fine, which they already do. The Secretary of State, I would believe, would have been doing I mean, that already. I mean, it's performative, obviously. And conduct preliminary investigations. It's, uh, DeSantis is required to appoint a group of special officers from uh, law enforcement <clears throat> who would be tasked with pursuing election law violations. Uh, blah, blah. It's already there. Um, it's just, it's, it's dumb. It's him being like he did with Disney. And by the way, the the Disney thing, which we know the mouse will win eventually. First off, Disney gets a tax break for it. So, <clears throat> And the citizens of Orange and Osceola County do want. not. So it's very interesting. So he's giving them a tax break. Are they really going to fight it at this point? I mean, it's $163 million a year. I mean, D- they would Disney? because, yeah. I mean, it's just a, a huge tax break for them. Well, I, I, Tom, your friend Tom answered my question, I guess, on, on, on Twitter, but... He's not my friend. I've just met him the one time. He's, but he's your acquaintance. Um, The state 
is the government. Yes. And you could draw a pretty clear line to prove that this is a punitive measure yep. to punish a private entity. And remember, the Supreme Court said corporations are... People. Yep. And so this person said something the state didn't like, and the state punished him for doing that. That's a clear violation of their First Amendment rights. Or am I missing something? No, I think you're... you're even, if it, even if Disney were not considered a person, the CEO stated, as, and he's a human that we're against this law. As a human being, he stated that. So the government now punished the company that he runs. Therefore, the government is not allowed to punish a company because a CEO says something. That is also a violation of the CEOs. The consumers can if they want. They can yeah, boycott all Yeah, that's fine. Boycott all you want. Boycott they, all you want. Yeah. Did you, you hear can, about you the woman down there? <laughs> the, did I hear about the woman down there? No, I missed that big story. Okay, was yeah, that it was the headline? Huge. Woman down there. A woman in Florida. Okay. Um, went by, there was a, somebody put Pedo World uh, on top of a Disney the World. The fact that they throw that around so easily, I mean, every single person should get punched in the face for calling someone a pedophile without real evidence that that's a thing. Right. You're not calling them a jerk or a poo-poo head. You're calling them a child Poopy raper. Poopy duty head, which and is what we did last week. Well, I mean, that's what you do. You find, what, what's the worst thing we can think that you can do to a person? A pedophile. Yeah. Hurt children, abuse children. So, okay, that's what we're going to do to our opponents now. Right. Like the Jews were vermin. I mean, this, it's not different than that. It's actually exactly that. And if you're someone who, who hurts and rapes children, you're a subhuman. You're a monster, and we can justify anything we do to you. Ask anybody in prison that has been convicted of those said Even crimes. in there, they're the, they're the lowest of the low. They are. So, but this woman, there is a pedo a world. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying it right now. It's a punchable offense. If you hear someone call someone a pedo without evidence, you can punch them in the face and say, David Chalkett said it's okay. From the bunker does not. Um, uh, Retreats are not endorsements. Yes, we do not <laughs> condone violence. On any, for that reason, um, no, uh, don't do it um, unless you're cornered and then you can push people. Hi, Robert, in Florida. You can push people out of your way if you're cornered. I'm with him on that. Or if you're Mike Tyson, you're getting harassed on a plane. Oh, God, we have to talk about that. <laughs> um, and I'm not a Mike Tyson fan. But but the woman, there's a Pedo World sign over Disney World, one of the entrances. Sure. And so she walked up there, uh, pulled it. ripped it down, and as she was walking away, one of the people that was... Pro, protesting pro saying, pro anti disney world yeah pro anti disney or anti disney world <laughs> is a better way to put it said oh my god she's got a d word and she said yeah mine's bigger than yours oh is it a transgender person no she's not she's just a lady she's got a d she's got a d he he said to her oh my god she's got a d and she said yeah and it's bigger than yours so as she walked away okay now she was a handsome woman um but you know, an adjective that no woman wants in front of their name. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. I am a handsome woman. Okay. Um, uh, like I think of a, I think of uh, Ann Richards when I think of a handsome. She's a hands- She was a handsome exactly. woman. <laughs> she was kind of awesome. Um, she was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the woman said, "Yeah, and mine's bigger than yours," and nobody said anything. It's like, yeah, really? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. So, so do we want to talk about Mike Tyson before we move on? If you want. For those of you that didn't see the um, for all three of you vi- video, because it took me a while. I'm like, because I'm not a Mike Tyson supporter by any stretch of the imagination. It's funny that he's become something of a beloved figure. All of a it's sudden, it's ironic. No, actually. it's it's ironic. It's because of Hangover <laughs> that started it. Oh, it started before that, but he's he's become kind of an endearing figure for some reason. He's he's changed. I guess I don't know if he. I'm I'm not sure. If he's I hope aware he that's stopped raping women. That's the thing. I, I don't think he did. I think Kobe might have. I don't think Mike did. I hope so. I have I have very specific thoughts about 
both those situations. Okay, but proof? Well, nobody has proof. You can't prove something didn't happen. Right. So, I mean, but we had, he was convicted of rape. I have theories that I'll share with you when people are paying and I can say whatever I want. There you go. No, but I, I'm with him on this. Um, he was being harassed. I believe in business or first class because they were like smaller. It, yeah, it was yeah, more I, separated. I, it it didn't seem like first class. It seemed like. Like business class. I was just trying to fight with business class. What, it doesn't matter. The guy behind him just kept talking to him. And, and saying bugging him. Yeah. And he was like, leave me alone. Like, and, and like three or four times. Yeah. He kept saying, dude, leave. I'm just trying to be on the plane by myself. And some other guy's like, dude, you're messing with Mike Tyson. And the guy, and the guy was giggling about it. And apparently, he's like, apparently he's a career criminal too. So maybe oh the kid sort of, was yeah, he has a he has a long criminal record. So apparently he's obviously he's not rap tight, and he's dumb. There's, well, there's, there has to be some level of mental illness to act like it. You don't you don't just keep doing that to Mike Tyson, Tyson. or anybody. First unless off. you're shooting the video and it's like for your prank reel because you have a big YouTube channel with all these subscribers, and even then that's dumb. And even then that's dumb because those that, those things blow up in your face all the time. At some point we'll get the story, but Mike Tyson, you know. Turned around his seat, punched him in the head a few times, and then the guy stopped harassing him. And he him. pulled his punches because that kid would have been dead. Oh no, he could he could open your head up like a when you when you. No, drain if he your really wanted to hurt him, he'd have been pan. dead. I mean, seriously, he, that kid would have been dead because Mike Tyson's hands are lethal weapons. There is no doubt about that, and so he could have killed him. My question was, had I been sitting around there, flight attendant, uh, somebody's bothering a guy that could kill him. So can you just stop this? That's my problem with everybody that was around that. It'll be interesting when you find out what this guy's deal is, you know, because you're just not wrapped tight if you're doing something like that. To anybody, let alone somebody like him. Who's, who's, who can be volatile. Yeah. He's shown to be volatile. He's shown to be. be he's bit an earlobe off of somebody. So, yep. I mean, the man is definitely, first off, he started in a violent sport. So already mm-hmm. he's prone to punch people. Yep. By training. No, he started. Uh, he, he was on. The, he was a thug when he was a kid. He admits it. It's like you know, when he was 13 years old. He was beating up grown men. So think of how physically imposing he was as a 13 year old. Yeah. You know, and robbing people in Brownsville. He talk. He talks about all this. It's it's a, it's a fascinating story. His life is a fascinating story. And so then, and then he bit Evander Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield's ear. So there's that. Has anybody ever thought about what a cool name Evander Holyfield is? I've never spent one second thinking about it. That's about the it's coolest really name you cool can name, ever have. It's a really cool name, actually. Evander Holyfield. <laughs> that is a cool name. Evander Holyfield. It's a very good name. Yep. And he bit his earlobe off. It was his, I'm trying to picture it, was his right ear? I think it was his left ear, but it, does, it, it could be either. It's a long time ago. I'm trying to picture it. I think what happened was he, was he found out he was in the middle of the, in the fight. He was losing. He's like, I don't think I can beat this guy. I need a way to get out of here. I think he panicked because he didn't want to lose again. Yeah. And uh, just showed how bad and crazy he was he, when he should have been showing how good of a boxer he was. Right. No, that was early in his career. No, that was late in his career. Oh, that yeah. was post-prison. Um, but yeah, I mean, so um, advice to those on planes... Don't mess with a anybody and two boxers. Just don't, or football players, or is this your, is this a public service announcement? It's a PSA, from the exactly. It's it's a PSA from, from the bugger. Don't mess with anybody on a plane because I'm pretty sure people know not to with Mike Tyson. I'm sure we don't obviously need to tell that person that. did not. Okay, what's going on over there? Over over he, over there. That's the cat. She's sleeping. So Mark Meadows, there was a text dump. Where, where were, the, were these texts found by the January 6th commission? According, How do we get these texts? According to uh, uh, CNN? CNN got them, but according to Schiff, who's on the committee, 
it didn't come from them. So don't know. I mean, there are a lot of people on these texts. So it could give us the most scintillating and damning. Um, so here's some highlights, according to Slate, and I agree. Andrew Clyde of Georgia, representative, texted January Is he the guy 9th. that said it could have been another, uh, looked like a tourist visit if you didn't know any better? Eventually. Um, he, uh, the day after the president had been banned from Twitter, so the day after Trump was banned from, Donald was banned from Twitter, Representative Clyde said, I truly hope he does create a new platform complete to compete with Twitter, and we'll talk about that in a minute, and I hope he calls it Trumpet. Okay. Uh, and then when we then we can send out Doink. notes to each other. Jennifer and I pray for POTUS Daily and the FLOTUS too. But my favorite is this: between Meadows and Sean Hannity. Okay. So Hannity, hey. You mean an objective journalist? Actually, he's not a journalist. He doesn't even pretend to be a journalist. Continue. He's considered that by his <clears throat> viewers, whether he is or not is of argument. Um, hey. North Carolina going to be okay. Meadows, stress every vote matters. Get out and vote on radio. Hannity, yes, sir. Okay. On it. Any place in particular we need to put Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Arizona, Nevada. Got it. Everywhere. Now, we already knew that Hannity at all from Fox, and this was obviously for his radio show. Um, we're on the team. We're on the team. The re-election team. But... Recall that when Keith Olbermann donated some money to Gabby Giffords, he was suspended from MSNBC just for donating money, not talking about her. And he's not a journalist either. He was also an opinion opinion guy. Exactly. And but he people hi. forget it was Keith that launched Rachel. Yeah. Well, Rachel's awesome. No, she's awesome. But I mean, you know, she even gives props to him. As she should. Yeah. As she should. Um. Uh. But that was. It tells you a lot about MSNBC's. Um, Credibility integrity? and integrity, because they're like, you can't do that and be on our network. But we got Sean Hannity doing it on his radio show, not on his Fox News show, which I'm sure he did something similar, but not the same. But Fox News didn't do anything, and not, nor would they. But it's like... Hmm. They're in business to make money. I don't know if this has occurred to you yet. They, they're not Wait, a news what? network. It's a business plan. Wait, what? And it's a brilliant business plan. I mean, if you, if you think well, about... Well, they lost what, money for years. If you think about what Rupert Murdoch did, right? You look at the, you look at the media, news media landscape, ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS, CNN, MSNBC, whatever. It's all center, center left or left. Um, let's say you're a restaurateur, right? And you move to a new town and you want to open a restaurant. And let's say there's six restaurants, they're all hamburger restaurants. Right. You open up a hot dog restaurant. Guess what? You're immediately going to have the most, even if your, your hot dogs are mediocre, Jody of the mediocre hot dog. I um, hate hot dogs, so let's go. But my point is you're going to have the most popular restaurant in town immediately. They knew immediately, okay, there's a 30% section of this population that is being underserved by the current media journalist landscape. We're going to do this thing that caters to center right and right wing and they did it. I mean, it's, their ratings are irrelevant to how good they are. People people tout how good Fox News is by their ratings. It's just because they're the most popular. They're the most popular because they're the most entertaining. And to me, news is kind of like water. You know, once you add something to it, it's no longer water. Once you add something to news to spice it up to make it more entertaining, it's no longer news. It's no longer objective journalism. And that's their thing. But they don't, they don't care. There's no fairness doctrine anymore. They can do whatever they want. And for us to continue to be gobsmacked or... To be outraged by anything Fox News does is, you know, it's it's a shame on you. Well, but I mean, the fairness doctrine wouldn't go for cable anyway, because that would be FCC only. Okay. And the FCC controls broadcast. Period. 
end of statement. GOTV was promoted by Roger Ailes when Nixon was president. Okay. So that's where that started. It started in the late 60s, this whole idea of Fox News. And then but they I mean, got Murdoch to, to invest outra- in To be outraged for them, <clears throat> for their shamelessness. Oh, no, no, it's I'm a, not outraged. It's a business plan. No, I'm not outraged. That's all it is. I'm not outraged. And I don't know why, you know, while Elon's buying Twitter, I don't know why Jeff doesn't buy Fox. I'm sure he's got it with his $220 million, billion has enough money to, to take... Rupert Murdoch out to lunch and walk away with his his news channel. Well, I mean, and, and, and then sign them all to long term contracts and non competes, and then put them on at three in the morning. Well, and and the other thing with with um, Murdoch, by the way, when Fox News first started, and I use the word news in quotes, um, they lost hun- millions and millions of dollars for the first several years on purpose. He's like, I'm just going to lose money. I don't care. I'm making money over here at the Wall Street Journal. I'm making over here at the New York Post. I'm making over here in Well, I understand, like for, Jeff, for instance, Jeff Bezos, when he was building his brand, he planned on losing money for a long time as he was dominating the market. And there, you know, there was a strategy. You have to lose money there was, a, there was a specific strategy behind it. What was Rupert Murdoch's strategy? Because obviously, they're two different business models. Well, I mean, he started in Australia doing it, and then in England. No, he's, he's poisoning the whole world slowly. Yeah, and in England and in other places, he, he knew that eventually this would work. And he was prepared to lose money. And then the reason but he how lost, was he losing money? Losing money because he was on what? the lowest tier of cable. Okay. Which means like MSNBC is on a higher tier. I don't know what you mean. Okay, so when you get cable, or I assume uh, satellite, there's different tiers that you can buy into. Okay, got it. So Fox was on the basic the lo- cable. The lowest whereas, package. Whereas the second highest is where but don't MSNBC. You, but when you buy basic cable, don't you get every? Don't you get that immediately? You don't get MSNBC. You have to pay for that. Okay, got it. So, but my, but it, it's you get Fox News. It means you get everything. You if get you're, everything. If you're on the ex- lowest tier. It means you get that. You get that, which means they lost money because MSNBC decided, no, we're going to go on a higher tier, so people actually pay more money to oh, get so they, our. Got it. Network. So they so they weren't they weren't generating enough revenue from the streaming serve from the cable, from cable and spectrum. Right. And did Directv and whatever, whatever it used to be when it Continental started. Cable vision. Right. Okay, so they're we're gonna so basically they were giving away crack at the schoolyard. Yes. Okay, got it. That's exactly, and they're still on the lowest tier. If you get cable, by the way, that works too. It does. If giving you get, like giving away crack at the schoolyard totally, works. Totally, I've been fortunate. But I mean, if you get cable, whether you watch Fox or not, my daughter's still in rehab, but that's a whole different question. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> different daughter. <laughs> um, but if you get cable, whether you watch Fox or not, you're paying for it. Yes. Whereas if you don't, if you if you get cable but you don't get MSNBC, it's because you're not paying for it. Because you pay a little extra a month, like ten cents or whatever f- per channel a month, whatever it sure. is. It's not a lot, but you're, you know, they make money. That's why Tucker Carlson. So, so basically, what you're saying is Fox News allowed themselves to be on a platform where they, they would reach money. the most people, but make the least money. And Initially, then once, then once they got all those viewers, right? Got it. Okay. Exactly. So more texts. Thank Donald you. Donnie Jr. Or Donnie, as what Mary calls him. Hi, Mary. Um, speaking of crackheads. Yeah, speaking of, he said about. Okay, during the insurrection on January 26th, uh, January 6th, excuse me, um, he, he tweeted, uh, sorry, texted to Mark Meadows, quote, he, meaning dad, got to condemn this S word as soon as possible. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough. This is one you got you go to the matches for. On, uh, they will try to F his entire legacy on Freeze. this. Freeze. What legacy? He's talking about they're going to screw his whole legacy. What legacy was he referring to that Donald Trump has? That the one that his to, father kept that telling us. to go to the mattresses on. <clears throat> oh, the one that a friend of mine said, well, I love what he did the last four years. I'm like, have you not been paying attention? What, what exactly did he do? 
He didn't build the wall. No. He lowered taxes for everybody that was super wealthy, but not anyone else. Anyone else. I mean, he did the first year for everybody, but now everybody's taxes are going up. He didn't dismantle Obamacare. He did not. Um, Let me see. Through no fault of his own. Uh, Trade between us and China went weird and bad. Um, There's really nothing that he promised. So anyway, so then the MyPillow, I mean, Mike Pillow, Mike Lindell, Mike Pillow. Okay, you ready? I have it from good authority from the... uh, the mattress and pillow and bedding world mm-hmm. that uh, everyone in that industry kn- knew this guy was insane for 20 years. Of course. So, oh God. Hey, Mark, I felt I was supposed, no D, to text you this message. You being a man of a uh, faith and on the front line of the decisions that are going to be historical, I would ask that you pray for wisdom and discernment from God. Who sent this to who? Mike Pillow to to Mark Meadows Meadows. on December 20th. I have been sickened by politicians, especially Republicans, judges, the media not wanting to see the truth, no matter what the truth would be. This is the biggest cover up of one. Wait, biggest cover cover up of one of the worst crimes in history. I spent over a million dollars to help uncover this fraud and used my platform. So people can get the word not to give up. The people on both sides have to see the truth. And when they do, there will be no, there will, okay. There will not be no civil war. You so might there, have to edit this. <laughs> no, I'm reading him. There will not be no civil war. So there will be a civil war. People, including politicians are fearing. The only thing any of us should fear is fear of the Lord. Well, I'm right there. All righty then. Every person I'm on this. with that plan. Every person on this planet needs to know the truth and see the evidence. Because I'm sure all the kids in Yemen care about that. Mark, God has his hand in all of this and has put you on the front line. I will continue praying for you to have great wisdom and discernment. Blessings, Mike Pillow. Who also said that last Tuesday was supposed to be the inauguration of Donald again. Okay. I think it was last Tuesday. I missed that. I had my VCR all set for I had my dress ready. My VCR, my DVR. I have a VCR. Set to record. I have two VCRs still. Record Trump's second inauguration, please. You can't do that on a VCR. Alexa, record Trump's second second, uh, inauguration. Inauguration. Yeah, that didn't happen, Mike Pillow. So, yeah. um, When are we just going to start fighting Russia? We're already in a war. Good what, question. What's the difference? Let me ask you a question. We have a military, right? Mil- our military has different assets. It has planes. It has tanks. It has bombs. It has guns. It has bullets. It has in- an intelligence apparatus. It has stinger missiles. It has javelins. It has rocket launchers. It has ships. It has submarines. It has troops. It has helicopter, hellfire helicopters that shoot hellfire missiles. Mm-hmm. Those are all part of the arsenal that our military has. Mm-hmm. What difference does it make if we provide a thousand javelins or a hundred soldiers? They're all part of the arsenal of our military that we're using in this right. clearly pro- what's become a proxy war between us and them. They've never been weaker. They've never been more vulnerable than they are right now. We've been at war with them since 2016 when they installed a tin pot dictator and almost overthrew our democracy. Why don't we just finish them off right now? I mean, like in Karate Kid, finish him. They are on the ropes. 20% of their troops have been killed. Half, half their tanks and ships have been sunk. Eight, six or seven generals. I've never heard. I don't think we've lost five generals in the last 200 years in this country. Seven, six or seven generals have been killed. Just go in, them, go in there and smash them. What are they going to do? A limited nuclear strike? They're trying to take over Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea 
that they are going to launch a limited nuclear strike in a territory that they hope to subsume and become part of. I mean, that's like getting into a fight with your Siamese twin and hitting him in the head with a hammer. Like, what, what would be the what would be the point of that? There's, um, there's not going to be a nuclear war. Okay, we're already at war with them. We're already using our military. Troops are just one component of our military. What's the semantics of this are a joke? Let's just go in them. I mean, if ever there was a guy that needed his teeth smashed down the back of his throat, it's this guy right now. And I think the illusion that he's creating of his ultra uber strength is the like we're talking about. Well, you know, if the Russian people get behind him, they are behind him. The propaganda thing is working. So forget that. That if we go to war with them, oh, it's going to give you know, it's going to give them a, an enemy to point at, and they'll be able to rally the Russian people. That's that's not going to happen. The only thing that's going to going to get the Russian people and the oligarchs and the apparatus in full to turn against him is to make him look really, really weak. And the way to do that right now is to smash the fuck out of him and his troops and his whole military, which clearly isn't the Leviathan that he, you know, thought the, he, he's been projecting to the world over the last 20 years. Make him look weak and this is over. Okay. Um, what do you disagree with? I and don't, go. I don't disagree, but, uh, who you call my friend, Tom Hartman, um, who I just met once. I met Mick nice. Jagger once, and he's a good friend of mine. Close he's personal really friend. a close personal friend of mine. He uttered one sound to me. <laughs> Hello. No, I said uh, he was drunk, stumbling out of a bar. I was 21 years old. I said, hey, man, I don't want to take up a lot of your time, but if I could get a handshake, that'd be great. And he just goes like this. Right. 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 So we're tight. Oh, you totally are. <laughs> Stanley's, 1985. Totally. Stanley, wow. Wow. <laughs> he was I know exactly dinner. where I you saw, were. He was having dinner with Dave uh, Stewart of the Eurythmics, who probably was producing his record or something. Wow. I'm like, that's cool. There's Mick Jagger. There's Mick Jagger. He's walking right towards cool. me. I've got to do something. I've got to do something. No, um, but, but Mr. Hartman uh, did. He was very old, by the way. He was like in his 40s. Yeah, super old. Um, so we are now going to have, should it be need to be confirmed, a new ambassador to Ukraine. Are we going to have trouble getting one confirmed? I don't know, because she's already been confirmed for Slovenia. And thank you, Slovenia and France, for not succumbing to Putin, by the way. Thank you, France. Thank you, Slovenia. So our our current ambassador to Slovenia is who the Biden administration is putting up to be our new ambassador to Ukraine, because after... You know, so they, if, they've already, if they've already been approved for that level, Senate approved... She should be. She should just be able to go You'd right think. over You'd think. I mean, if it's a higher level, like it's for the cabinet position, that's a different thing. But if it's a lateral move, I don't think think she needs any further. I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. But regardless, we haven't had an ambassador since Yovanovitch when Trump closed down our ambassador in in Ukraine years ago. So if she gets confirmed or needs to or just moves lateral, I don't know what the rules are. But say she goes there. Then all of a sudden, we do have a sovereign place with an ambassador well, what, in Kiev. Well, what do you think about them sending our Secretary of State and they our did. Secretary of Defense, arguably the second and third most important you know, mili- uh, political people in the country there? I mean, they're basically saying to Vladimir Putin, you better be very careful right now. Yeah. Because- Well, they're if, already home, right? I think they should open an embassy there now. No, the embassy that, that, is, re- that, is going to be reopened. That's sovereign territory, yeah, and that's, the, a, that's a violation of well, Article 5. It already 5. is a sovereign territory, whether anybody's there or not, because it's our embassy. But if people are there, then the Marines have to protect it. Then we've actually got boots on the ground at that point. I mean, point. I almost feel like sending was, I feel like it was a Clint Eastwood move, sending uh, it was. Blinken and um, it was saying, you know, you feel lucky, punk? It was very cowboy. Try me. It was super cowboy. If there's a, one of these guys comes back with a scratch... Yeah, you, you've given me death. you've given me the green light to annihilate you. Oh yeah, 
And I think that was part of that. And I believe, um, wasn't somebody was with Putin. That was, that was like definitely, that was like an I double dare, yeah. It kind of was. Um, and the fact that we're getting a new ambassador over there, she will move in, which means now we not only have the land, but we have a human. And then she has to be protected by the Marines. That's how that works. So then think, we have boots on the I ground. I think we should knock 30 planes out of the sky and, and sink 10 ships in one day and then say, what are you going to do? It's an option. And have Germany bluff that they're going to... They're no, Germany put, just gave more weapons today. No, no, bluff with the oil. So you know what? We're not buying any more oil. It's a billion dollars a day. The worst cost I believe Germany has said they're not going to take a lot of stuff soon. But they need to, you know, like every time I hear we're going to ratchet up sanctions, I'm like, wait a minute, what? You're going to ratchet them up? Why aren't they at the highest they possible are. level the, actually, right now? Actually, the sanctions are starting to Stop work. Stop with the ratcheting. It no, needs no, no. to be at the, it needs, they need to be maximized. No, sanction, sanctions, A, take time to work, and they are starting well, to work. depends on the work. sanction. It, they are starting to work. Um, because Russia now can't afford, because they have their, their credit rating is down here. So only China. If they still want to do work with anybody else, and by the way, they're, they're about to shut position. down they're in a again. Position right now. They're shutting down again. So, if they really want to be on the world stage, they're rethinking stuff right yes. now. Yes, and so because Russia's credit rating is worse than my cat's, because she has no debt, so her credit rating is better. Um, and so they can't afford to replace anything right now. They can't afford to buy anything on the open market. Unless the, unless the Defense Department and the State Department and uh, his national security advisor know something we don't, like that there's an inevitable end to this in the two or three months where, you know, there's a certain kind of gravity right. that's happening right now that we're not aware of. Right. There's only so long this banking system can hold up with them, you know, leveraging debt and, and issuing bonds or doing whatever. I'm just, this is financial right. word salad because I don't know anything about finance. Right. But they, they see a certain tipping point coming that's inevitable, like with the global warming or whatever it is, that they're going to collapse. And all of a sudden, middle class, upper middle class people are going to have trouble getting food. Right. Like maybe they see that in three months. They said, all we need to do is hang on there. Because, but if they don't, we should go there and humiliate him. Well, you know, two, two oligarchs. Walk two, into a bar. <laughs> they found dead alongside their, their, their families. families. Murder-suicide, supposedly. Within two days. I mean, you know, these Russians, you know, they're very clumsy. They fall down, glass falls into them, Window they fall, fall into bullets, they, the bullets, they were on There's the ground. There's actually a word for it, defenestrate, to be thrown out of a window. Yeah. That's, that's like the third, you were going to talk about, you know, children now being killed more by guns mm -hmm. than by cars. Mm -hmm. um, sorry to no, snatch go. that hand bone from your plate, but I think that is now the third leading cause of death of Russians is defenestration. Yeah, it's- Being it's, tossed unceremoniously through a window. Um, uh, from a height. Vladislav, Vlad, Vladislav, yeah, I have Vladislav, thank you, uh, former VP of the Russian lender Gazprom Bank, Gazprom, uh, was found with those of his wife and daughter in the family's Moscow apartment last week. It was a murder suicide. What was the cause of death? Murder suicide. What was the cause of death? Were they shot? Were they cut? Were they police gassed? investigations are underway? Okay. Um. So that's two. Well, he's sending a message yeah. because one, that one guy in in the UK, I can't think of his name, but he's you know a billionaire, has spoken out pretty strenuously against him. You know, if you have enough, he's of been your, kidnapped. If you have enough of your assets free, mm -hmm. you know, this could you know if a guy like Navalny comes out of this on the right side, or a guy like a Kasparov, who I have an enormous amount of respect for, it could transform this country over. And if they got a real, um, what is it called? Somebody who fix it, uh, starts with an R. 
Revolutionary? Which, no, or? not revolutionary, but someone who, uh, who comes in and reform, reformer. a reformer come in. Right. You know, they could, they could turn this country around overnight because if you had someone like Navalny or like Kasparov come in and be uh, president, mm-hmm. you know, they could probably pretty quickly repair the damage that's been done to the West and with NATO, different alliances. And, you know, it wouldn't take that long. If Putin's off the stage, you know, Russia could come back into the world community mm-hmm. and um, really be a thriving part of this. I mean, sure. you know, Navalny's loved by a lot of people. And if, you know, I don't, I'm not sure how their electoral system works here. If it's a multi-party system, if you need like a... Oh, in Russia? Yeah, like in Israel, oh, you, you need, need to, to be Putin co- and then you get 98% vote. Yeah, but it, I think I think <laughs> the key is to destroy him. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well uh, by the way... Um, and then put all our assets behind someone like Navalny, who's a Va- hero. Valentin Brokschmidt, um, who is believed to have worked with federal authorities investigating Deutsche Bank and its ties with Trump, has been found dead. In Los Angeles. Who? When was this? Just, just, it's brand new news. This is a guy who, I'm sorry, you said something about Deutsche Bank? He was a whistleblower found, a Deutsche Bank whistleblower found out in Los Angeles. This is brand new news. Uh, he, a self-described, quote, comically terrible spy. He worked with U.S. authorities investigating the activities of Deutsche Bank and its ties with Donald. He was found in Lincoln Park today. Oh, Wow. He was found about 7 o'clock this morning, on Monday, actually, on Monday morning at the 4500 block of Multnomah Street, according to L.A. County's coroners. An autopsy was pending, determining the cause of his death. He was reported missing a year ago. He was last seen around 4 p.m. April 6th, driving a red Mini Cooper on Riverside Drive in Griffith Park, right over here. LAPD reached out at the time to help... uh, uh, These are desperation moves. Yeah, I mean, that's a Deutsche Bank whistleblower being murdered. That's hardcore. Well, there was a guy who committed suicide in Malibu who was Trump's personal banker. This was about three years ago. Same. I think they're tied together. Um, so this is brand new. So just as you know, we're breaking news, even though you probably listen to this on Saturday. So yay, you already heard it. Um, so yeah, that's um, new news about that. Because Deutsche Bank, we know, is going to give up Donald. If they want to do business anywhere at this point, they're going to have to give up any and everything that they've given to him over the years. Oh, and uh, Vice President Harris has the COVID. She was diagnosed, I guess, this morning. She was not near the president in the past several days. So hopefully, and she has no symptoms, but her husband got it a while ago and she never got it from him. So, How much of this, of this virus breaking out everywhere still has to do with the fact that we let it mutate from its original strain to Delta. All of it. Okay, got it. 100%. Got it. Had, had, no, it doesn't work. Yeah, it does work against the first one, but you idiots spent so long dithering and taking ivermectin and, you know, whatever other stupid cures you were doing that uh, you allowed it to no, transformography into something that's A year not. ago, a year and some change ago, when the vaccine was available widely, 1% of us were vaccinated by the time our current president was inaugurated. 1%. That could be. Out of 65 and older, because that was the initial. From December, I believe, of 2020 through January 20th, 1% of the people that were able to get vaccinated got vaccinated. Between then and June of last year, it shot up to 60%. So thank you, President Biden. Um, because the, the infrastructure was not there for the inoculations, A. And two, Donald didn't even think to promote it himself, even though we know he got vaccinated as mm-hmm. soon as he could. 
Um, and boosted. And boosted twice, probably by now. I'm boosted twice. Are you boosted twice yet? I'm boosted once, but I'm still within six months of my last one. So. Oh, you can do it within four. Got it. I'll shoot down to the right aid. I already got. My, I I went cross. I cross pollinated. I was three Pfizer's and now I'm one Moderna. I'm three. I think I'm gonna stick on. I think I'm gonna stick on Team Moderna for the time being. Do it because they're not saying to go Moderna to Pfizer. They are saying Pfizer people go to Moderna, which I did, and I got my Moderna rash on my arm. Um, so yay! I had three three shots and never anything. I felt a little off from my shingles vaccine, but that's about it. Well, no, my Moderna. I did have the Moderna rash on my arm and a little bit on my belly, but okay. it was like two days after. So it was just a reaction. Yeah. And I had a mild fever. I respond, fortunately, very well to medication. Not that that's, anybody cares about that well, I mean, all. I had a mild fever, and I felt a little off. This, um, But the Moderna booster is only half the regular dose. So, right. I mean, I'm glad I did it. And they said to me, when because when I got my fourth shot, they're like, since you're changing manufacturers, we would really like you to wait. If I hadn't, they would have been like, go home. How were you the first three? Uh, go home. I just want to get you on the record, by mm-hmm. the way. So my, my boobs are bigger now that I got my dollar. Congratulations shot. to both to both of you, <laughs> um, and him. Um, you are on the record as supporting my assertions about the use of our military strength and why we shouldn't uh, discern between ordnance and humans in terms of our military assets that were donated to the cause. I am on record as I would rather us not have boots on the ground. Obviously, because you. I don't want anybody dead. I'm against war, period. Wow. And so you probably like ice cream at puppy dogs and rainbows, I too. I That's crazy. We have so and much. I, I love to. You love to laugh? I do. I love to laugh. I like long walks on the beach. Gosh. Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a pacifist in general. Sure. But this. But we're killing people right this now. This is different. This is, this is, this is more, equi- it's not. Do you think we should be more, we should lean into this more militarily? I think eventually we might because Finland and Sweden. What are we waiting for then? Well, the thing, okay, okay. More met, people okay. to die? Okay, 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 okay. A red so, line atrocity? Go ahead. So, okay. The initial argument with Russia was, oh, we don't want Ukraine joining NATO because we don't like NATO on our borders. NATO has never been an aggressive organization. Basically, if you want to join NATO, it's up to you. NATO is not going to the east. It's eastern countries going to NATO. So, and uh, Tom Hartman's old producer basically said, wait a minute, hold the phone. When the Soviet Union was broken up, the Baltic states went, can we join NATO? And it, you have to jump through oops to join NATO. It's not like any, hey. Sure. And NATO doesn't go seeking out countries. It's not like Jehovah's Witness. Well, no, and they, yeah, exactly. They're not, hi, you want to join us? They're not like that at all. They kind of just, and all the countries unanimously have to vote for a country to be sure. brought in. So Finland and Sweden are now going, hi, hello, let, hello, 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 we'd like to come in now. Um, and Russia's mad about that, but it's like, I don't blame them. You've given them. You've given them all previously unha- unpossessed rationale. And now you have Switzerland. I mean, there's so many countries that have like been neutral for so long, and they're like, "Hi, we would like your help, please." So, I mean, Russia's provoking I think, that. I think Russia is primed for a reformer to come in there right now, and I, agree. I think we need to do everything. They did it with us. We need to do everything in our power. Well, are you suggesting regime change? And like, I tweeted something about. Yeah. You know, yeah, I am. Yeah, I have no problem with that. You have a you have a totalitarian a guy who's moved from an authoritarian to a totalitarian. Yeah, get rid of him. Yeah, and he's he's crazy mm-hmm. and terrified 
And I mean, God forbid Russia became a thriving democracy. Can you imagine? China would lose their shite over that. Yes, they would. They absolutely would. Okay, so we're getting ready for our, where you can swear soon. So we're going to, um, David has a call. So, uh, Patreon folks. No, I'm going to tell them that um, we're going to take a break. But you're not going to notice it because I can, like, stop. I can stop tape. Oh, wait, there's no tape. I can stop tape-ish. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we'll talk to you guys next week.